podcast today is january well it's actually january 2nd now of the recording um my name is adam joined by my good friend logan hello what up and this is our big star wars the last jedi episode so if you're listening you want to know our opinions we've talked about it briefly in some of the episodes but this is the one where we're going to get into full-on spoiler territory so if you are listening to this and you have not seen it what are you doing? You might have heard <laughs> some, some bad things. It doesn't matter. It's still worth seeing in the theater. You should go see it because um, we're going to kind of talk about it. We're going to break it down and, and give you what we thought about it, what they did right, what they could have done better, maybe something they did just we thought was wrong. Who knows? We're just going to talk about it and kind of just see where the conversation goes. I don't really have any notes. I'm just going to – I've seen it a few different times. I'm just going to kind of go off the cuff here and give you just my honest opinion on it. We've had some time to think about it and to, and to really, you know, just let it, you know, percolate. <laughs> but I don't even know if that's a word. But um, that's <laughs> yes. what we're going to do. That's, that's what, what we're going to do. That's what coffee does. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I know, I know. But – um. Yeah, so that's what we're going to do. So, spoiler warnings, this is, you know, pause it, come back if you need to. But we're going to get in full-on spoiler territory because this is the big one. This is this was the sequel to The Force Awakens. Um, now, before we jump into this one, refresh my memory. How Did did you like The Force Awakens? What did you think of it? I did. I did. I loved it. I was, I was one of the people who, you know, on the side of, oh, they just did A New Hope, but, you know, with other people. I enjoyed that. I like that. Yeah. I thought that was a great call to do kind of the, the nostalgia tour along with establishing new stuff. I really did. I loved it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm 100% with you with that because it was what was needed. It got a new generation in, and it was something that old fans wanted. It felt good. It felt like, you know, for, it felt like Christmas. It felt like coming home. It felt like, like oh, this thing that I've loved forever and it had a lot of missteps along the way. And, you know, <laughs> I think they yeah, Jar Jar. <laughs> I, I, you know, J.J. Abrams and whoever cut that beautiful trailer to put it together perfectly when Han jumps in the Falcon and says, Chewie, we're home. That's what it felt like. Yeah. It felt like you just put on a blanket and you had a cup of hot cocoa and you were just you. It felt like home. And I loved that. And I wouldn't have had it any other way. Um you know, so I, I, I absolutely loved it. Um, you know, so, so this one, um, did not have JJ Abrams helming it. Um, it had Ryan Johnson wrote it and directed it. Yeah. Did the looper. He had done brick. Um, and so him, the idea of, of this guy doing a, a star Wars movie was an interesting choice. Cause he's been, he had always been kind of outspoken on the idea of he, he is a writer director. Because he, you know, when he writes it, he has a vision for it, and that's how he's going to shoot it. And that's, you know, if that's if that's your thing, that's your thing. That's how you get things like like Brick and like Looper. And so when he when he signed on to do Star Wars, I was a little 
shocked because I thought yeah. there's you don't have complete creative control here. You, you there's no, no way, but they they found a way to make it work. You know, they for all the for all the director shuffling that we've seen with with Disney and Marvel and 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 Lucasfilm in the last really just in the last year even. Yeah. Um but they've they found a, a way to to really balance this out and and make it work and 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 damn if they didn't make a hell of a movie. Yeah. No, I agree. You know, we got it was it was interesting because we did see that um was it Garth Edwards? Yeah, he did Rogue One. Yeah. Um, and he's a, you know, he wasn't, he's kind of in the same boat here, right, with, with Ryan Johnson, where he's not as well as an established director um, doing a Star Wars project, but it was Rogue One. It wasn't the big part of the trilogy, you know? Right. And well, he um, had, arguably, he had a little more cred to his name. He did Godzilla. That's true. That's true. That No, that's true. Well, I, I guess I was just comparing it to, like, a big, yeah, well, it's, when it's did a, Godzilla come out? Uh, was it 14? 2014? 13, 14, I think. But before that, he had things like Monsters. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, uh, I, he, it's it's just a few credits. Yeah. yeah. It's definitely the same school of, like, this was kind of the big, like, you're, you're going to take the leap, and, right. and, you, and there's not a much bigger leap to take than, well, I've done... I did one thing that did kind of well. Well, how about Star Wars? <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? Exactly. Massive. Um, and, you know, if there's anything you could say about this film, it was his his vision. And he executed his vision, I think, perfectly. I think he did exactly what he set out to do. Um, you know, uh, and to some people, the surprise and the ch- and the change in some of the tones was very welcomed and to some other people i think that's where a lot of the criticism comes it was not because we talked about on our uh, last episode is that a lot of fans have it in their head of how it's supposed to go and this didn't go the way they thought it would and (laughs) we go back to talking about trailers they say that in the trailer and i think that was you know on purpose i i i agree i definitely think that line was included in the trailer intentionally not not just in like oh it's going to be surprising and everything but the idea of you know there are 12 billion fan theories out there and all of them are wrong <laughs> right absolutely and you and you you have to you have to go into these movies subscribing to the idea that you're going to be shown something that is not your idea and not what your theory is yeah. and it's what they what they are having and that it might be different from yours. You might have a better idea or a, a, like, hey, this is how it should have happened. But that's you, you got to temper your expectations with it. Um, sometimes they nail it. Sometimes they hit it out of the park. But, you know, um, and it's not saying like you can't not like this film. Obviously, if you don't like the film, you don't like the film. But I, I think that this one definitely, uh, you know, it. It, it it pushed it in a direction that made some people uncomfortable, but at the same time, it's a direction I want to go in. It's a direction where I want to be surprised. There's things that happen in this film that would normally happen in the third film. Right. You know, and I love that. The scene alone surprised the hell out of me. I guess we'll talk about it because it's spoilers. I don't, or should we not jump there yet? 
I, well, I mean, you know, we might as well. Yeah. So the the scene I'm talking about, and it's the it's the it's in the middle of the film, and it's when um, Kylo, you know, when when Ray uh, jumps and goes to the to goes to the ship, Kylo is bringing her to Snoke, and you know, uh, I loved this. I loved in the elevator they were together. And basically, they saw the same thing happening in their minds, you know, and it was such a different point of view where she goes, you're going to turn. And he said and what he saw was that she was going to be there right by his side. So they both saw the same thing. They both saw that they were going to be side by side with each other fighting evil. But it was a very different point of view for both of them. Um you know, I keep and I saw this in an article somewhere. I think today I read it. There's the there is the idea of a certain point of view. It's and, a good book. And not just and not just from the book, but the line because it, it comes from the line that Obi-Wan fed to Luke when yeah. he was a force ghost. The whole thing was so, you know, what I told you about your father was true from a certain point of view. Right. And I think the idea of that has kind of has has been very subtly front and center in in the new trilogy. The idea of of things aren't quite this cut and dry. There there are subtle shades at work here. It's not it's not Jedi and Sith anymore. There we're not dealing with the same kind of absolutes because Kylo and and you know I mean Supreme Leader Silk was not a Sith Lord. He was just an evil guy who was powerful with the Force. You know, Kylo, the same thing. He's not a Sith Lord. He's just, he just uses the Force and is evil. And right. likewise, I, you know, I, I kind of disagree with the idea of, of Rey as a Jedi, per se. Just because if I'm going to say that, that Kylo isn't a Sith, I can't really say that Rey is a Jedi. Well, and there's... And, it's and the same thing with Luke in yeah. a way, right? Because I mean, technically, she's gotten more training than Luke. As far as we're currently aware, right? I mean, she's following kind of the same path, you know. Yoda to him was Luke to her, right? Um, and you know, so I, 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 you know, he got training on the Millennium Falcon for what we know is a few hours before he hopped in his X-Wing and shot down the Death Star. And then he went – and then, you know, that was it of Obi-Wan. And then he went off to Dagobah and that was it of Yoda for him, uh, for his training. And a lot of his training I think was in, you know, speaking to Obi-Wan as a ghost and Obi-Wan continuously training him throughout his lifetime. So Rey, you know, the things she can do now – like I was thinking about it. When Finn last saw Rey – he saw her move the lightsaber to her hand or no, he didn't even see that. He didn't did even, he? he didn't even see that. He, he didn't even see that. The yeah. last time he saw Ray, she got flung into a tree, right? He, she was flung into a tree and now she, the first time she sees him, she's lifting all of these boulders up using the force, lifting rocks and yeah, <laughs> lifting rocks. And how insane is that? Yeah. So over the course of not too long, she, she's now 
that far ahead. And I'm okay to that. I subscribe to that being okay because those rules were already set in the original trilogy. Um, and to me, that's, that's, that's fine. That's, it's okay because I'm assuming that, you know, she just is that in tune with the force, just how Luke was. And they've explained how Luke is, he's the son of Vader and we won't get into all of that, but you know, I, I like to think of it like this. I like to, and they say this in the film, if you pay attention, um, and they talk about the balance of the force mm-hmm. that when, when Ray first walks in the room, that's one of the first things Snoke says is that, you know, he talks about, I don't have the quotes in front of me, but he talks about how, um, darkness rises and the light meets it. Yeah. And that's what happened. You know, uh, that's what happened with Kylo when Kylo went to the dark side and he became who he is today. There needed to be that same kind of power on the light side. And that's with Ray. And it's this yin and this yang and this balance of the force. And that was a big theme in this, uh, in this movie. Um, I mean, you see it in the Jedi temple with the, you know, the first Jedi that I don't know if you, I don't know if they pointed out in the movie, but the, the, um, the artwork in the stones. Did you see that in the movie? Kind of like, it's not really well. Okay. There, there's a, yeah, there's a dark and a light to it. And, and, and Luke is talking about it when he's talking to Ray and he's telling her to not go to the dark side. And he's talking about, um, the yin and the yang of the Island. And he shows the porgs and he shows them life and death and, good times and bad times. And he talks about all of this and it shows that symbol. And I have the, um, the artwork of the force awakens. And in that it has that, that huge, it shows like the different ones they were going to do. And it's of the original Jedi and it shows part of them is good. The other part is the light and the dark. And it's it's that balance. And this movie is what that was all about. It was about Ray, the universe, uh, pumping out Ray pretty much to meet the darkness that is Kylo Ren. And it is needed. It, it, it can't happen without it. You know, it, it's kind of like how the, you know, I always, I go back to this cause I find it fascinating is that when in the prequels, you had all of these Jedis, you had thousands of Jedis. They, they were, and they talk about this in the new movie. They were too powerful and there were so many of them. And overnight, they went from thousands of ruling to uh, a handful and the, and then the two powerful Sith Anakin Skywalker technically did bring balance to the force. He made, he made it even for a very long time. Um, and I think Ray is this very same thing. Ray is the balance that's going to bring balance to the force. And, and I don't know. I, I liked that. I liked that. And I like that. I like that Snoke was just killed and it's like, okay, his part is done. You know, Kylo is now taken over as the master. We have never seen this before in any star Wars movie. We've never seen the, the, the student kill the master and become, you know, the Sith Lord or whatever. Well, I mean, here's, you know, that's, and, and there's an interesting thing there is that that is how, you know, we talk about he's not a Sith, but that's how a Sith apprentice completes their training, is right. by killing their master. 
That's right. the whole point because the idea of of the Sith of the dark side is about power, and if there is someone who can come along and take it from you, then they should have it. Oh yeah, he completed his training yeah. with that, um, and I found that fascinating, and I loved that because going into the next movie, we're in uncharted territory. I mean, sure, if you want to break it down to. Hey, the good guys are going to win in the third one. We don't know. We don't know if Kylo can turn. I, I they do make a point, you know, especially with um with Leia when she says he's too far gone. So it does look like he has cemented himself in as the big bad guy. But who knows? You know, it, 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 could he turn? You know, would 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 a would the Rebel Alliance even accept something like that? How many people is he's killed? I, 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 I wouldn't, but I wouldn't you know, either. Um, it's here's what's interesting to me. And it's one of the illusions, you know, for, for as much, as many parallels as you can draw between this and empire, you know, the battle on crate and the battle on Hoth and, 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 and so many others, there are so many more I found. And especially I went and saw it again today. Uh, <laughs> I did. I did. What, nice. what was the, the first thing I did for 2018. I got out of bed. I brushed my teeth. I went and saw Star Wars. Awesome. <laughs> Get start the year off right. Oh, I should have done that. But, <laughs> but, but here's the thing that that I really loved is so much of this movie is like Jedi. The yeah, it, oh, yeah. everything between you know when she, with with those two in the in the the little elevator riding up. That's mm-hmm. Luke and Vader. That oh, whole, very much. That whole throne room scene is is Luke and Vader, and the 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 uh the ties chasing the falcon on crate that's that's the last that's the second death star run right up yeah. until where they burst through at the end what what i found fascinating about all that was the idea that this this was interesting to me in that i think this is what happens this is kind of their way of rewriting the end of jedi right if you know if luke and and vader have their little their little fight and then at the end vader kills the emperor but doesn't turn right i i think that's what i'm saying yeah Yeah. this is their way of saying what would have happened if this was them putting empire and jedi together and making it a sequel to the force awakens and that's that's what i'm saying like the next one is uncharted territory we are going to get a a movie where the you know the, Kylo is the big bad guy and can he turn can he come back probably not but it's so uncharted territory we've already seen him take out the big bad guy and he has now cemented himself as that just like you said yeah um so it's oh it's I, I love the direction it's going in and you know it you know it when I saw it for the first time I loved it and I but I could understand the backlash of some sure. of the people getting upset uh, far much more than I did the first one. Cause the first one I thought, this is what, this is what we wanted people. Like this is the <laughs> movie. Like we were so mad that they did it differently with the prequels. And now they've kind of gone and they got that spark again. And when this came out, I could see why there's a lot of decisions in this one. Uh, I think a to talk about some of the weaker points for me, I think the Canto Bite stuff was a little weak. Um, I understand why they did it. They wanted to pu- push Finn's story ahead. They wanted to give him something to do besides, you know, uh, worry about Ray. 
Um, and it kind of gave him his own footing in the universe. So I understand that. I wish it was done a little bit better. Um, well, and, po, you know, and, and here, here's my thing about, about Canto bite, the, the idea. And I, and I've heard this from a handful of people. Well, it, it didn't matter at the end. And I thought that was a damn point. That the whole thing they went through to find the code breaker and and everything through that, all of that is is best laid plans, right? And it doesn't pan out, and you see right. that throughout the entire movie. Nobody's plan works. Luke's right. maybe, but I think his is about <laughs> the only one. Kylo's right. plan doesn't work. Snoke's plan obviously doesn't work. You know, uh, Poe and Finn, their plan and and Rose, her plan. That, that plan doesn't work. None of the plans work. The only two people who have anything that works, Luke's plan, because he gets to become one with the Force now, which is what he wanted, and in a way of not having a plan, uh, Benicio Del Toro's character. His right. plan works, because his plan is just, I you know, hey, who's going to pay me the most money? And, and I think that was to show Finn that if you are neutral... It is still, it is not good enough. Yes, I agree. Because you put people's lives at risk and you still get people killed. And that was his, I think his wake up call that I, you know, he was kind of, he was kind of going back and forth. And I loved that when he came out of that, Rose, I loved how they introduced her character. Yeah. Um, with her sister and all of that. I thought that was so touching. Um, it, you know, I, one thing I did not like was a lot of the cheesy lines they gave her. Like, don't you like quit being silly? Don't you see the the not fighting is going to save us? That love is, or so, that was the yeah, too not fight. Well, but there's you know oh, it, it, that was like prequel lines. I I don't know. I I like oh, it. No, 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 no. Yeah, no. yeah. You and I are gonna think about it. God. She's dying, and it's this intense scene, and she's like, no, silly. <laughs> Well, she's... Love's gonna save the day. I just thought that was too much. Well, but here's the thing: they did it better in Wonder Woman, is I... what I'll say. <laughs> they did that stuff so much better in Wonder Woman, and I don't know if it was how she delivered it, or if it was that moment, but uh, it felt yeah, better in Wonder Woman. I'll, I'll grant you that, but but the idea of you know, neither one of these these two have any kind of life experience, so I didn't mind her kind of her little sort of almost childish look at yeah. things. I didn't I didn't mind that so much because it's also a little refreshing. There was kind of this theme of 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 youth seeing this and how are they going to react. You know, and yeah. the idea that they that you know, if you really want a a terrible cheesy theme the arc of this movie was that that uh, you know, I believe the children are our future. Because <laughs> yeah. it's it's Ray and it's Finn and it's Poe and 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 even Poe being a little older, I think they had to tweak him and they showed his arc. I loved his arc, the idea that that he doesn't have it all figured out and that you know sometimes you can't just jump in an X wing and blow things up. But the well, idea that you know, like Kylo said, let your past die, kill it if you have to. I liked that, and and I think that part of that is true. Because what's, you know, what did, what did we get by the end of the movie? Okay, we've sent out the signal to all of the, the old rebel bases and establishments, and nobody's answering. 
because these right. people are tired and they've seen this before and they fought this fight before and now they have to fight it again and what? they and they don't they don't want to do it but who do we look to the the we look to at by the the last shot of the movie quite literally the children yeah no i agree with you i agree 100% i think a lot of this movie we talked about it before is a response to the criticism of the first one and I mean, even that, even in that line, let the past die, kill it if you have to, I think that was a big, like, fuck you <laughs> to the people who criticized the first one. Like, okay, you don't like that? All right, we're going to destroy the mask. And it's kind of like a fuck you, J.J. Abrams, but I don't think it was meant that way. But it was basically like, all right, we're going to destroy the mask. He's not wearing that Vader mask anymore and we're going to destroy this we're going to destroy that and we are going to kill your heroes and we are going to push this so it is beyond what is the nostalgia that's keeping you here i I, that's the vibe i got from a lot of it right and And i'm okay with that yeah and how it's not a traditional story you know by the end of jedi you know oh they blew up the gun the the big bad died the the dad was redeemed and you know they all lived happily ever after by the end of this one they you know the the resistance lost they they lost and they're on the run i think it's curious they that no one answered them they saw them their 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 uh plea for help but no one came i think that's you know maybe that's gonna be in a book or something like that but i i think there's something to that like i want to know why that's i think that's the idea of like the old things are not working it's and it's not right. I, I think Kylo in a twisted way is is right. I think there well, is an absolute <sighs> there is a kernel of truth to the idea of of let the past die. I think his but, way of going about it is a little right. extreme. But what I took from that, especially at the end, was that they needed Luke. They needed the legend that he was trying to run away from. And we saw that in the very end of the film when those kids obviously heard of the legend news has spread through the galaxy that luke skywalker took on the entire you know uh first order and that all of these things shot at him and none of them killed him um and that he you know and that i i love that legend i love that he's this above you gotta imagine you gotta think back to the the uh return of the jedi there was three people in that room and only one person walked out alive and it was Luke and that story that spread, you know, in that Ewok village that night and then onward and on. And then so throughout the galaxy, when the emperor fell and how it went down, it must've been this over the top story of how he took on the empire. And what, so like, I love that they played with that in this movie yeah. and how he was like, you know, for that moment, I was the legend. And, you know, when he let Kylo down, let's talk about that. What do you think about the scene where Luke um, uh, slips for just a minute and, you know, he l- loses his way? I, I It was perfect. It was absolutely note perfect. The, the only way to do something like that. And you believed it. The idea that, you know, yeah. oh, Luke would, would kill his apprentice. No, he wouldn't. But... Would Luke be terrified of the darkness to have a moment of weakness? And well, it's then, that, and then to know immediately, like, oh, I screwed up, and not be able to fix it. Yes, I, right. it, I found that whole that whole sequence was absolutely believable. 
Yeah, it's the um, it's the classic. If you could kill Hitler, would you do it? Yeah. Knowing that this guy is going to not only kill a planet, and the the planet he, one of the planets he killed was so super populated, it was like the new capital of the yeah. galaxy. But he would kill an entire solar system. That is way beyond Hitler at that point. You know what I mean? <laughs> that is space Hitler. So, uh, yes, uh, anyone would you know would question it for a minute would think about it would if they saw that hatred in them and that raw strength and power and you know we never really see what luke sees we just hear we know that he's hearing these things so we don't know if it's playing through his head if he can see the future if it's a little blurry and that i loved the callback with yoda because that's exactly what happened is that Yoda was like, you're too worried about the the future and not the now. And yeah. you might accidentally create the future of, of, of what you're afraid of. And that's exactly what happened. He never gave Kylo the chance to make his own decision. And it was a failure. And you it, this, this whole movie is about is about learning from your mistakes. You have to fail in order to learn. Um, and I loved that. I, I thought that was great. I, I loved how they showed – the different point of views we've talked about that this episode of everything shown from a different point of view and then what we believe the actual truth is and it was somewhere in the middle that he had that slip and he ignited that lightsaber and kylo was scared and he wasn't about to be killed and brought the house down and took people took the you know took the kids with him and you know i i think it's fascinating that i went back and watched um the force awakens and they talk about snoke as if everybody knows him you know han's like well snoke you know has him now and stuff so like i'm so curious about that time period i don't know if it will be answered in the next film because it doesn't have to be but I i'm looking forward to a book or a you know, comic or whatever to kind of go and in, dive into that history about how how snoke came about and how snoke got in his head i'm assuming that Snoke did that like long distance thing, like with what they're doing in this film. We'll talk about that in a minute, but I'm assuming he like talked to him that way. And that's how he was able to turn him. Um, actually, yeah, let's, you want to talk about that right now, the, how Ray and, and Kylo communicated with each other. Well, and that plays into, you know, what you talked about earlier with the whole, they've both seen, they have both seen glimpses of, of a future. Right. And, you know, how do they, you know, their action so much, especially of 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 this film and even the prequels have dealt in an oddly similar way with the idea of how stupid prophecies are. Right. Because what was the whole thing? Oh, he will bring balance to the force. Well, you know, like you said, he did. It yeah. wasn't the way they were planning, but he yeah. did. Exactly. And the, and the idea of. Of you know, you get glimpses of the future and you make terrible choices. Anakin became Darth Vader because of the visions that he had. He saw Padme in pain, and it wound yeah. up being a pain and a death that he caused, thinking he was trying to save it. So mm -hmm. this, you know, this whole idea of I've seen this, I have to go and do this. You don't know what you think you know classic skywalker yes yes it's it, it's, it, it is. it's it's very much the see you, you nailed it. it's the exact same thing anakin did it luke did it um thankfully luke was able to 
for the most part stay good and you know for that moment he slipped but now he he has to deal with it and um i thought that was awesome you know i i i liked i liked how the oh the communication thing i liked how that was put into this movie how how that was something we've never really seen before i don't think um of the forced projection where they can see each other. Yeah. And the first time I saw it, I didn't catch on to it. The, the twist about how it was Snoke that did it. But Kylo immediately says it was the second time that I was like, Oh, this was all so obvious. Cause they, they spell it out. Yeah. But how Kylo is like, how you couldn't be doing this. This would kill you. So that, that's why I think it's almost as if Kylo knew that kind of force ability existed because that's what Snoke did with him. Well, uh-huh. there's there's that, but there's also the idea of of is this just a a strange kind of force connection that they can't explain? Well, they, you know, he the, was like, "This would be killing you," right? Like, so almost as if he knew that ability existed and it was deadly. Well, it, it, or as power, you have to be powerful, or it will kill you. True. We saw what happened to Luke at the end; that right. literally killed him for yeah. doing that. That's true. And I, we saw how powerful Snoke is. I, I, that's one thing I'm sure we will find. I, that's why I think a lot of people were disappointed with Snoke is because they think that because his story ended here, that's where his story ended. And that's – we. Uh, come on. We all – if you've been a fan of Star Wars, you know, Palpatine's story really only started in Empire Strikes Back. He was only in a quick scene and then in the third one he was in it. You know, he was in it and then was killed off and we didn't get his story until the prequels. <laughs> right. And that's, you know, that's why I don't mind that they that they right. offed Snoke because it's the idea of, OK, we get it. He's powerful. He's evil. But we don't you know, we're not owed all the answers to everything. And, and we'll I, get it. You know what I mean? You know, like we, it's it's inevitable. <laughs> right. It's the idea of if you want this, it will be right. out there. There will be books or comics or something. There, right. There's absolutely going to be something if you okay. if you're really that interested. Trust yeah. me, it'll be well, out there. We we will find out how Snoke and Kylo's relationship started. Um, what how Kylo even knew, how any of them knew of him? How how Snoke got the Empire? All of that. And see, that's the thing is. I think people were expecting all of those answers before he died. Yeah. But that's not how storytelling happens. He, Snoke wasn't going to pull up a chair, face the camera and say, hey, gang, this is my story. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, <laughs> um, you know, 12 strangers were put in a house like it's he's not <laughs> that's not going to happen. He's you know, we're going to we're you know, it, the way things play. It's just like the lost explanation. It's like. If you were if you were on an island and mysterious shit was going to happen, you're not just going to stumble across all the answers. You'll be stumbling across mysterious shit, but you're not going to have every answer laid out to you. And I and I think the same for this sort of applies. And maybe that's why I can take it so easily because I know how J.J. Abram acts. Yeah, I know that all of his mysteries are not going to be solved, especially the way you think. That's what this was. I think personally, I think this was a refresher to people that J.J. Abrams really sets up some amazing questions, um, but the ant- but the building in your head of what they can be is so much – it's always going to be better than what they produce, even if they produce something really cool and really different. Um, that's always going to be bigger and better, um, and you got to take that for what it is, if that's something you like or don't like. 
Right. And I mean, and I, you know, you're never, you know, and, and this is part of the, the problem with the culture that we, that we create as, as geeks. We are never going to have all of the answers. We still don't know what Yoda is. Bro, I'm, I'm of the mind that I don't want the answers. Yeah. That, that loss to me, the questions always outweighed the answers, even if the answers were like, oh, that makes sense. But I was thinking that Hurley was connected to Jack. Like it, it, the same thing with this, like people go out of control with guessing it. And that's fun to do. Like, I'm not saying don't do that, but um, don't be crazy when the answers are a little bit more back to reality or, or if they're like, hey, that's not important right now. What's important are these characters and right. their development. Right. Um, and and that's that's why I like this. I like the direction it went because I know that, you know, in a book or a novel or a comic or whatever, we will find out a little bit more about Snoke. And you're absolutely right about Yoda. We don't know anything about Yoda. He's just this crazy, overpowerful, you know, frog looking dude. And, and that's OK. We don't need to know everything about him. I do not want to see a young Yoda movie. I know a lot of people do. <laughs> um, but, you know, if it happens, it happens and I'll be, you know, first night to see it. But um, it doesn't have to happen. Right. I like that he is this 900 year old crazy hermit frog, you know, person um, that speaks with every quote that I want to, you know, you know, just every quote I love. Like I. I don't it, the the mystery behind it is to me more important, and that is J.J. Abrams. He's all about that mystery box because yeah. his story about how he would not open this box that he bought from a magic shop since he was a kid because nothing would ever compare to what's actually inside of that mystery box than what his imagination is 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 thinking there is. Um, so you know it, it is what it is. Um, Anyway, what were we talking? We were talking about the connections, and uh, you know, I'm, I feel like such a neat. I'm looking here at my pop filter that I should put on this mic. <laughs> well, but, and, um, and here's an interesting thing that, and it's something else that's going to be open to speculation and interpretation forever. The idea of Jedi Leia. Yeah. I think I I saw some people were angry about that. I mean, you know, like that's a phrase. That. Some people were angry about everything, but like so. So I, let's talk about that scene. Yeah, I have no, I have absolutely no problem thinking problem that sometime in the past, you know, when when it was, you know, I, you know, Leia thinking, well, what if I, you know, you know, what did Luke say? The Force is strong in my family. Well, I'm mm -hmm. family. I wonder if I could use the Force, and 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 knowing that that's a tool in her kit. But at the end of the day, coming away going, but you know what? This isn't like, I'm not a Jedi. Like right. this isn't my, this isn't my thing. Well, the books kind of talk about that is that Leia does have the force. She is a Skywalker. Yeah. Um, she does not have the training as Luke because she went into politics and yeah. she had a galaxy to, you know, she didn't run it, but she was very much a crucial part of it. And, and Luke was more of the Jedi. And so you know, she did have some training from Luke did train her in the ways of the force and everything else. Um, but yeah, it's, that's the thing. It's like, I, when I saw that scene, it broke my heart because I thought, well, this is how they do it. This is how, you know, I would have been okay if that's how she went out in the movie. Um, 
But when then then they showed her in space, and I was like, oh wait, no, this is she, she's going to do something, and then she started wiggling, and I think it was the visual of her floating back that was threw people off, like you know, it's a it's a weird Mary shot. Poppins kind of like yes. Guardians of the Galaxy <laughs> type deal. Uh, what, what always throws me off about those scenes is in my head, and I know I'm wrong. But in my head, I'm thinking, you're in outer space. You're going to, like, pff, turn to a popsicle in a second and explode. Um, but I know that's not how science works. But that how, that's how science in Adam's head works. Right. But, and, also, and I can tell that's how a lot of science in other people's heads work. Because they were like, well, no, she can't do that. Sure. That's impossible. Yeah, but then there's something else, too. The force is not science. Right. So. right. Oh, but, you know, no, exactly. So, you know, it's, it's one of those things where they are lucky that they can say – well, because of the force as an answer to something like that. And I'm like you said, I'm perfectly fine with it. It makes sense with it. As long as something makes sense within the rules of a universe, I'm OK with it. If she threw up a dragon right then in there and rode it into the ship, that's when I I look at my buddy that I went with and got. No, nah, no, nah, that's that bullshit. <laughs> that's not, this isn't Dragon Ball Z. You know what I mean? <laughs> But what I and that's the that's the thing. We saw so many things in this film that had to do with the force that was not in any other film. Right. Because, well, and I mean, here's the thing. I'm okay with that because I, you know, the force. That's great. Yeah. The force is the force. We don't know the force. We that was one thing missing from the, the force awakens. Yeah. There, there wasn't, there was, you, you had a good point that I, that I really agreed with when we talked about The Force Awakens. The idea that, that at the end of their duel, that, oh, isn't it convenient that the planet splits right down the middle between them and pushes them apart? Like, what yeah. do you think? Maybe that was a little of the Force at work there. Yeah. And I, you, you made that point, and I completely agree. And yeah. I think that they've expanded on that a little here. And I think that's mm-hmm. part of, of Kylo's thought process at the beginning of the connections is because it, it, he even says, why is the force connecting us like this? Right. And I and I don't think he means that in the sense of, you know, like if two people are tied together, oh, why is it the force that we're connected with? He's he's talking like it's an actual sentient right. thing. Like, it's right. why is the force actively doing this to us? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I and I think that that speaks volumes to all of the things that we don't know. And Just, it's 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 everything in this movie about balance, yeah. about life, about death, about sadness and happiness, and how it is all needed. And at that point in time, it was the, the, the one or the other. It was not time for their death. There needed to be more, and you know there needed to be you know the showdown with Luke. And Kylo, there needed to be Snoke's end. They, that all needed to happen. And there's, um, there's your other balance: Snoke mm-hmm. dies, Luke dies. Like yep. the, it is time. It, the time of the teachers has passed. Yep, absolutely. And the great thing now is that you know, I loved how Luke was like. What was his last line to Leia? And it 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 hit me because. Because Leia, you know, with Carrie Fisher and everything, nobody's, what is gone? Nobody's ever really gone. Right. Oh, my God. It's, it just, yeah, it hurts. It, and, it hurts. Yeah. It, it it has that double meaning now. And, and you know, and I, I like that, that Luke 
you know, is now going to still be able to train her and still be there with her every step of the way. Um, you know, just like I believe Carrie still going to be with this cast when they're doing the new movie every step of the way, they're going to have her in their thoughts. Um, and so like it's, it's that, that whole scene just gets me. Um, and, but, 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 but yeah, so I, I think that now we are going to see Luke in the third one. He's, he's, I mean, I think Mark Hamill is going to totally be a part of the next one. Um, if he doesn't get off Twitter, <laughs> but, um, did you see that people were giving him such a hard time because well, he, 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 he would, he kind of went a little off on, you know, and his, his comments were his own. Like they well, weren't... people left out the last part of his comment every time, though, because they were like, you know, the, the thing is, and I don't have it in front of me, so I don't have the exact verbiage, but essentially was he was um, he was talking about how uh, uh, his vi- when he read the script, he, he, he fundamentally didn't agree with almost everything that Luke did in it. And after a while of thinking about it and talking to Ryan about it and, th- and, and really thinking about it and then being on set, he realized that was the only way that it could happen. Yeah. And, and, and by the end of it, he thought it was a beautiful story and it was the only way it could be done. Um, people, of course, butchered his words and took the first part of what he said and uh, use it as a means to justify their feelings of not liking the film of not, not my Luke Skywalker. And it was just, it went out of control and ridiculous. And yeah. Every bit of fanboyism that you can think of just, it's okay to criticize a film or be critical of it or think like, you know, these parts were weak or these parts were strong or bad writing or whatever. It's that's fine. But when you butcher someone's words to do it, just that's when I'm like, okay, you're just trying to justify your meaning uh, or not liking of of something. And it's ridiculous as if Luke, as if Mark Hamill doesn't like the film that he's just worked (laughs) every, you know, for for how long on been promoting and getting up every morning and going to these events and talking to people. You know, it's if it's if it's it's something that he's not proud of uh, is ridiculous. Right. I mean, he's not Bruce Willis. No. No, he's and he. I love his honesty. He'll tell you how it is, yeah, uh, with no filter. And you know, he put on this thing saying like, "Disney's never reached out to me to tell me to be quiet or tell me to whatever." <laughs> it's like, this is who I am. They're not doing like, Luke Luke Skywalker isn't going anywhere for the Star Wars franchise. It's it's what people remember. I think the most, uh, you know, him, Leia, and Han. I think even to this day. Most fans, that's what they think of uh, when they think of Star Wars. Maybe kids will think of the newer stuff first or whatever, but I think that those will always still be, you know, tied everything to do with Star Wars. So it's, I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with that, but I just thought that was ridiculous. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, we know, you know, we're going to see Force Ghost Luke in the next yeah. one. Like, it's, it, yes. you know, it's a guarantee, practically. I'm looking forward to that. It's going to be great. It's going to be funny to see what look he goes with. I, I loved that his last words to Kylo was Han Solo's words. See you around, kid. That was beautiful. Yeah. And, and the scene with the two sunsets, it was, you know, the, when I first saw it, I didn't know what to think. I was mad that we just saw him live, and I was like, oh, yes, he didn't die, because that's what I thought was going to happen, and he didn't die. He's, he's alive, and he's going to be in the next one, and then he <laughs> dies, and yeah. I was like, it's sunk. Like, it was like, oh, shit, he's dead. But after thinking about it, I was like, 
that's the only thing that's the only way it could have went because it would have been really silly him like getting up and coughing and been like all right let's on for the next one right but it, it makes sense he went out the way he wanted to go uh he went out peacefully um and i i just realized something i've seen star wars a million times i went back and watched the vader and obi-wan scene and something i saw something i've never seen before i always thought vader hit him hit obi-wan kenobi um and like sliced through him and then obi-wan kenobi dies and when i watch it again i realize that he goes to swing and obi-wan disappears he he drops the second the lightsaber touches the cloak i don't feel that he even touches the cloak barely yeah maybe but i i had a different feeling watching it and i thought Oh my God, he's Luke has gone out the same way Obi Wan Kenobi did, the same way Yoda did. Yeah, um, just disappearing, because if maybe yeah he touches the 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 side of the, but nothing goes like he doesn't slice him in half and he falls over anything. He just disappears, and I thought that was so cool the way he went out and just such a like there were so many stills from this movie that I would love someone to paint. Yeah. Um. The scene with Luke um, being blasted by all of those bolts and it's just red <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. Um, and in that that pa- like a painting of that with all of those walkers, um, you know, and, you know, the scene with uh, that we were just talking about him looking at the sunset or like the scene where him laying on the ground with Yoda and the tree burning. That's, um, that's the one I want. Just the two of them yeah. sitting there watching the, the big sacred Jedi tree burn. That's. That was a hell of a shot. Like, did that's... you catch that Ray had the books yeah. on the Falcon? Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, because uh, I... there's a there's a blink, and you make because you can see him twice. Right. The first time is is the definition of blink, and you'll miss it because she's it's as she's getting ready to get into the pod and everything, and she slams that drawer mm-hmm. shut. And yeah. of course, the second time it's way more obvious. Right. Um, but one of my favorite scenes is when luke goes in the ship and he asks r2 or he talks about he talks to r2 about what he should do and stuff like that and he and r2 just shoots the princess leia saying you're my only hope yeah um oh man that was that was one of the most human things that happened in that whole movie it was it was low it was cheap it was dirty and it was absolutely the right thing to do yeah and he calls him out on it too i thought that was so good (laughs) i thought that was perfect oh did you um i think one of uh carrie fisher's only she wrote a line in the film um 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 one of them yes one of them was uh was when she and laura dern were both trying to say may the force be with you and she goes she goes you say it i've said it enough Oh, okay. So I guess it was more than one. There, there I, were a couple. I, yeah. Oh, okay. I saw one. One of her lines she wrote was, "I changed um, my hair." I changed my one. hair. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I thought that was so so fitting. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, those those little moments like that was just so good. Um, I, you know, the 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 dice is something I've never noticed before. But I guess looking back, I've looked at some of the articles and they said that it was in the original movie. I just never noticed it. Yeah. Well, cause um, it was just, it was just one of those things like it's, and, and here's well, something like they're, they're not, they're not important 
at the moment in terms of like, oh, what's the myth behind those dice? We're going to find out in the solo but, film. But lem- but before this came out, if someone said Han Solo had golden dice hanging from the Millennium Falcon, um, if someone would have told me that, I would have said, no, he doesn't. Like, I don't <laughs> ever remember seeing that. Yeah. It would have blown my mind. And then I see some of the stills. It's there. I guess it was in the last one, um, but only like the the the, the variety or what it was, Andy Fair or something like that. Yeah, it was in the promo art for Force Awakens, right. like a promo shot. Um, you know that's going to be in the Han Solo movie. That's that's going to be the point. The idea I think is that that those are the dice he used to win the Falcon. Yeah, that makes sense. That's yeah. I think that's that's the idea behind that, and I and I like that touch. I think it's oh, a good yeah. touch, and Absolutely. it adds. It adds that little bit of backstory, and that's I, that's the kind of thing I like, where it's not something you've been hammered in the face with, and you're like, oh my god, what is that? Right. But, you know, when you when you see them just, you know, as they are now, it's just, oh, he had he had dice hanging up there. Well, they were they were something of Han's. You know, I mean, Han right. was a gam. We know he was a gambler. He was a he was a scoundrel. So of course he's got gold dice hanging from the from somewhere in the Falcon. It makes sense. Oh yeah. You know what I would have loved. And I know this wouldn't have this would have removed DJ's character. I would have loved it if the guy with the flower on his shirt that Ma- Maz sent them to was Lando. That would have been such a cool surprise and like, oh shit, they just sent him to go the only guy in the galaxy she knows that could get through a code or something like that. It would have been such a cool surprise if you saw Lando there with that badge on. Yeah, and but I mean, I, I would have loved that. Yeah, but that's not him though. Lando's not a tech guy. God, a, I would have loved that. So yeah, much. but he's he's a swindler. He's a he's a he's well, a yeah. thief. He's a charmer, but he's, he's not. A a, yeah, but he's not a code breaker. He's a. I know they would have a, they would have had a written it just a little yeah, bit differently. He's old, but he's a con. He's old school. I know. But I, I'm just saying that I would have. I would have loved if that would have been something that if that's how they wrapped him into the story is if if they were like, you need to go find this guy. He's the only one that can do this. They'd have to have changed the writing a little bit for what they were getting him for. But I would have because that's the one thing I'm missing now is Lando. I want to see them. uh, And that would have been such a cool story with Rose, uh, Finn and Lando um, on Canto Bite. I think it would have made those scenes just like okay I, I i i i can do i can deal with the prequelness of the these creatures and everything else but i can but to have lando there would have made it all just so much more worth it i, I have a feeling that lando's been banned from canto bite yeah that's true that's i true. i like the idea of him in the next one though i like the idea of like oh you know we need who do we go to talk to who do we know who's resourceful who who can we trust to be a little yeah. under the table, but a decent guy? I like, I like the idea of him having some part in the next one, because I yeah. think it'll, I think it's more appropriate that way. Yeah, definitely. But yeah. I, I think that's what made that. I don't know. When I was watching the Canto Bite scene, I think that's why, to me, that was the weakest part of the film. I kind of touched on it just a moment ago, because it, it, that moment felt the most like the prequels. Um, That's I would, yeah. but I would have, and it was just because most that it's because the Force Awakens did such a great job using um, 
what's the word? Um, they did not rely on CGI heavily. Even though there's a ton of CGI in the film, there was also a lot of real physical things that they built sets for. Right. And it just felt like you were there where the cancel bite stuff was like, we're entering prequel error. Everything is a CGI character. Like the, the little the little leprechaun looking dude. The one that Mark Hamill played? Yo, did he play that character? The little thing that that was always hoarding the coins and was putting him into BB-8. Yes. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. I want a comic about that little guy <laughs> and his adventures. Um, but uh, there's a book out right now called Canto Bite, and it's about like, it's it's like through the f- four different point of views of four characters in there. I think it's like a young, um, one of their young reader books. I'm still gonna get it on audiobook, yeah. of course. But um, I I just that that whole scene. I, you know, as much as I'm talking about the prequels right now, I would have loved it if it was pod racing outside and not those horses. I well, but here's the thing, like that. Ooh, that would have been a callback that I would have loved. It would have had had I I would have I, I would have hated that because then for them to escape, they would have had to have hijacked a pod. And yes. That just, no, no. 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 Okay. No. So I'm sorry, but. <laughs> Episode one, I skip through the pod racing scene every time I watch it, not because of the pod racing, because I think that's one of the coolest things they added. When you see that for the first time in the theater, that was one of the coolest scenes in the movie. Um, It's because it was too long. Yeah. The idea of pod racing is interesting. I'll give you you that. I will definitely give you that. I I would have loved that over the Harry Potter looking donkeys in the the, the, yes, the the last of what's what's that video game? Uh, uh, um, uh, uh, the, last the last guardian, yeah. No, I'm just kidding. But yeah, the last guardian. The la- <laughs> that that was my problem with it. Is it, it that is where it took a step back for me. Where I was like, we are on this adventure on top of these mystical creatures, and they're running. And the whole time, I'm thinking, the galaxy is in peril right now. The resistance is on its last fumes of gas. And but, Finn and Rose are having this whimsical adventure on these weird-looking creatures, well, and they don't even care that they've screwed up. <laughs> they're not having a whimsical adventure. They're running away. It's, like it, but it was it but, was portrayed as this, like, well, I don't care. Let's just run into the forest and run here, and then when we get off, we're going to go, was it worth it? I, it's, oh. Yes, it was, because that's the point, is that it's not, like... like not the, every the new Indiana Jones film I, when no. they were on, on t- they're running and then he grabs the monkeys and then he's going through the forest on the the branches. <laughs> that I, it's not as bad as that. I no, I'm I, just telling you the vibes I got. I was yeah, like, this is too. Much. But this I mean, is a little... it's it's the idea that not everything is about blowing up a Death Star. I like know. That you I win, it, you have to win the small victories too. You know, and I, 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 I applaud them for that. I like that the idea was, you know, what, and, and she said, like, what was the plan if DJ didn't come out of nowhere with BB-88? I, well, we're just fucked. We're just going to hang out here and pet the horses. Well, it had and smile that, uh, hey, at least we had that. Well, but, you know, there that was <laughs> the point was that plans fall apart. Everybody, I know, everybody's plan fell apart. And I'm, I'm just I'm just saying that was the weakest part for me. The writing could have been a little bit tighter with all that. I, I don't know. I, I, I enjoyed it. And I like the idea of it sets up it sets up the kids that, you know, for as much crap as as the Canto Bite sequence gets. And they, yes, there are there it's, are it's definitely not, problems but with they it. They could have done all of that 
and left out the part of them riding these things through the streets. They could have set up the part where the kids let all those things out and it tramples all the guards and they escape. No, like because it didn't... you needed you needed Rose to take to to take her fist and just punch it through that whole city. And I I I, yeah. I, I think that 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 was important. It was her for as yeah. much as this was Finn having his kind of you know here's what we can do aside from just always running away here's what it is to do something good it was her moment to actually do something instead of just stopping people running away here was her also taking an active role instead of instead of just kind of being passive and saying no i hate this and i'm going to do something about it while right. while you know protecting kids and and being a little bit of a conservationist at the same time. It wasn't it wasn't just I'm going to to destroy things I don't like. It was I'm going to save things that are beautiful and things that I love and things that are important and it ties into her character. And I yeah. I, I I think it was important and I think the idea that everything looked a little fake was also the point. Right. And that was kind of the idea of that. Like, oh, look at this. Everything's wonderful. Everything looks beautiful. Right. Not if you really look at it. And I right. and I think that was I think that was intentional. Oh, yeah. She points that out. Yeah. yeah. She, she's like, look around and everything looks like Coruscant and every the champagne's overflowing. And these people are just spending all this money that they, you know, anyone else would, in the galaxy would love to have. Um, I love that. Were those credits? Were you, did you think some of the? Because is this our first time seeing what credits actually look like, or was that you think just casino chips? Ah, uh, ooh, that's an interesting point. I think the idea of, I don't know. I think the idea of credits is sort of a fluid, like bank transfer kind of well, currency. Well, I don't know that because because Han Solo stacks them up when he's leaving in up in the in Star Wars and and so was what's his face DJ was stacking them up and he was getting he was moving out with them when he was leaving the, that big ship. That's true. That so that could be some physical aspect to the credit. So I I don't know. I was just curious about that yeah. but that's no, true. Yeah, it's it, an interesting it, thought. And again, I agree with everything you're saying about Canto Bite. I understand the reason they did that, and it makes sense. I I guess I was just thinking that was where the film did lose me a little bit, where I'm like, I was a little bit rolling my eyes with the the whimsicalness. But at the at the same time, this movie is not just geared for us. It is also geared for children as well. It's geared for older people. It's geared for people our age and it's geared for younger people. So those scenes have to happen. You know what I mean? So I totally understand. I, I totally get it. Yeah. And I, it, I wasn't, guess I, it wasn't an overly long sequence. Had it, no, had it gone on a whole lot, it, had it gone on actually much longer at all, I would have thought it would have been too long. Yeah. But, but I, I think it, it just, it, it came in just under the wire. And I guess I just don't like DJ's character that much. I get what the point of it of him is, yeah. but I'm just at the point where I'm just, I don't really like Del Toro in these movies. I, I loved his character because it, <sighs> it was, it was, it was kind of a true neutral. It was just, I'm in it for me. And it was a, perf- yeah. it was a pure representation of that. It wasn't well, because we saw the cowardly side of it with Finn. I'm in it for me, so I'm gonna get the hell out of here. I Which, guess what I mean is I'm walking away, and I don't care about his character. I don't like actually want. I don't. I don't care if there's a book about him. I'll read it probably or whatever. But 
that's what I mean. Like he was a character that I'm like, eh, whatever. I'm I'm okay with that. I think the idea, yeah. I think I think what he does and what he, I think what he says and leaves behind is more important than who he was. Right. The idea, you know, you talked about it earlier with Finn. The idea of here's what happens when when you do nothing. Right. And right, I, right. I think that's more important. And he was just. Do you think we'll see him again? I don't think so. I don't. No? Uh, nah, I doubt it. I don't you think th- he's I... just. And I've always wondered that because these are films. And obviously, in the real world, which this is not set in, but in reality, if you were on some adventure like this, what would be the odds of you running into someone like that ever again? Probably well, slim to none, right? Well, well, but that depends on the circles you run in, too. But in st- but, but he's no nowhere near any of these circles. Exactly. exactly. So, and that's why I think we never see him again. Yeah. That would be that would be an interesting choice to introduce that kind of character and no mention, no seeing of him. But then again, it wouldn't make sense. It wouldn't make sense to see someone like that again. Um, exactly. uh, but if we do run into him again, I think it'd be interesting um, to see where he's at. Uh, there's a character in um, the Clone Wars. And I Hondo. forget his name. You're, you're thinking of Hondo. Yes. I was just gonna talk about him. It's... They could have totally replaced him with Hondo, and I would have loved that. Well, but I mean, here's the thing, though. Hondo is a guy. Uh, Hondo's kind of a good-hearted pirate. Like he's he's oh, out. I would for, love he's, that. Yeah, he's out for himself, but he still kind of wants to do the right thing. But I think I think that's how, the wrong kind of character. Would you be? If, I, I if he been, was just in the Canto bite scene, I would have been crazy freaked out. But oh I, God. I think that that wasn't. I think that that DJ was the character they needed. Right I know. There. It's but I, Hondo. I know. I know. But 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 I. It, it, did, did you know that um, what's her face, the purple haired lady? What's her name again? Laura Dern. Holdo. Vice Holdo. Admiral Holdo. I always want to say Hold Holdor, <laughs> but um, <laughs> she was in the Leia comic. Was she? Okay, I knew there yeah. was a connection somewhere. There had to be. Yeah, like, she was in a Leia comic. That's okay. where she was first introduced, which is awesome. Nice. So they're, they're not out of the – these characters aren't out of the realm of possibility. I mean, what's-his-face from um, Rogue One was from Clone Wars. So, it, man, if they would have done a Hondo, like, just – if he was just there, like, like, like they bumped into him or something like that, oh, people would have lost it. Half the people would not know what – like, what? <laughs> and the other one would be screaming. They'd be like, why are they screaming? One scene, it just, it just hit me, that I just – I'm so glad it was in the movie because it was one of the best things um, for it was the scene where she sacrifices herself. Yeah. And jumps through light speed through um, all of the all of the cruisers or whatnot and when it's silent for like – 10 seconds i i i loved it but god i have I, every theater i was in there was always some idiot what what happened to the sound oh no are you kidding me every time every oh, time never happened I, oh, oh, so lucky. or holy shit <laughs> like, like i, I just say holy shit but there was all, every time was always some idiot who thought that something broke like, oh, oh a ship, you know, there has to be an explosion. Like, where is this at? Every damn time. Every yeah, I saw time. that, like, AMC had to put up. Well, there were like, a couple, there were, like, a couple theaters on their own that put up signs yeah. of just, like, at this point, the sound cuts out. It's supposed to do that. To be? Oh I've, I've seen them. I've seen the people, man. I, trust oh. me. I've been in the theater, like, as I'm watching the film and the sound cuts and hearing people go, 
what happened to the sound? Like, oh, oh no, I was. I, I guess I'm, I've been lucky because there, there were the right responses. There was the one guy says, "Holy shit!" Um, there was one where they just everyone gasped. The, when I saw it for the first time, everyone goes, <gasps> "Like they just it, they lost their breath because they were like, oh my god!' Like you're just it just looks beautiful. It's yeah. a scene that you would not you've never seen in Star Wars and. Um, I loved it. I I hate how people need to be food sped that stuff. I also hate how like I looked online. I saw people were like, well, why are they chasing each other? What? Wh- why wouldn't they just speed up a little bit? <laughs> I'm just like, oh my the- god, they explain that. Yeah, it's <laughs> you it's know. part of it is the fuel, and the other part is just hubris. That's the biggest problem with the First Order is their hubris. They think we are invincible, we are untouchable, and then by the end of it. You know, technically, well, sure, they won in a way, but they didn't well, it, crush it, it, the resistance. Right. It was the, well, no, it was the, well, why can't the bigger ship catch up with the smaller ship? And it was like, because they are not that fast right. at that speed. And it's if a, they went, if they if they jumped through light speed, it, it, it would have put them way out in advance from them. So right. it's, it doesn't, yeah. That's and they're not going to kill themselves to do it, a ship full of all those people. You know, it made sense that she did it. I, you know, I, I heard this and I kind of liked it. I kind of would have liked it, the idea of it would have been Admiral Akbar that did that. And that would have been his send off. I think I would have appreciated that much more because I do. I would have rather seen her character move on to the next one. Um, I don't think it was a necessary sacrifice. I would have loved to see her character move on. I get why they did it. Yeah. But I would have loved it if it was Akbar in that scene that was just like. Like, like he was the one that sets a trap. Like that would have been fucking beautiful. I, you know, I I would prefer that. I would have preferred. That. I didn't I, think about I, that I, before. But yeah. just to have, just to have him swing that thing around and have anybody else, it could have been, you know, let somebody yeah. on the first order ship on Snoke's ship looking at that. It's a trap. And as soon as 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 they see he's starting to jump to light speed, have somebody go, "Oh my god, it's a trap." Yep. Just oh, just drop that in. I would have lost it. I would have absolutely yes. lost it. Yeah, that's how I would have changed it. Is I would have had, and that would have been such a beautiful send off to a character that has been beloved for years for that little line that he says in Return of the Jedi. Yeah, it would have been awesome. But you know, it's not our movie, and that's the thing is we can. That's why, like, we can kind of look at things and go, "This is how I would do it if somehow I was in the seat." But the reality of the situation is we would probably make a very shitty Star Wars movie if we were just <laughs> dropped all of that money. So it's it's always easy to play – what's the Monday night quarterback? What's that? Monday well, we Monday can, morning quarterback. Yeah. Monday morning quarterback. Yeah, because now there's Monday night football. But yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Monday morning quarterback where it's like, well, this would have been a better play. So just little nitpicks here and there. there there's little things that I would have changed. But overall, looking back, I've seen it a few times. Um, I, I want to see it again. It's still in the Dolby theater in AMC, so I want to do that. Um, that'll probably be the last time I see it in the theater because um, I need to go see Jumanji. I need to go see all this other stuff. Um, but I liked it. I like where it puts us in the universe. I wish there were more novels out right now and more books and comics to yeah. obsess over because I'm reading the Star Wars comic. I'm reading the – um, uh, Dr. Alpha and all of that. There's nothing really that ties into The Last Jedi. And there's no adult book out to tie into it right now. And that's what 
it's kind of bothering me because when the last Je- last Jedi came out, there was like, here's all these books we're planning. The only adult novel that's that has been announced is Thrawn, and that's like in August, I think. Right, and it's you know, and it's him and Vader. So I mean, we're it's him and Vader, right? You know, it's, we're in the last era, and then some a little bit. I, Right, and I've been pouring over the, and I can't stress this enough. If you love this movie and you love behind the scenes stuff, uh, Amazon has for twenty bucks the, uh, the, uh, um, the art of the Force Awakens, and they dive into kind of like the last part of the last, or uh, I'm sorry, the the last Jedi I'm in. So they dive into the last part of the Force Awakens, and then they go over all the concept art for this movie. And there's so much stuff that hit the, the cutting room floor that's just beautiful and just different ideas of what they wanted Luke to be and everything else. It was just – it was really well made, but there's nothing else. Like I'm going to get the Canto Bite one just because, hey, that's an interesting story. I'm not finished with um, uh, the uh, – the how oh, we mentioned it a million times from a from a different point of view yeah from a certain um, point of view from a certain point of view there was one i found super interesting in it and it was from the point of view of um one of the uh um oh why did my mind just go blank um the 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 jawas on the um in the star wars the ones who get uh, r2d2 and 3p 3p c3po jesus it's, <laughs> it's late well, uh the, yeah the jawas that 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 get him um you see from the point of view of one of those creatures one of you know and it and it, it how they live inside of that thing and like he lived like in a little tiny uh compartment of it and he or maybe it was a she but they were cleaning rtd2 and this thing shows his memory and it shows these scenes of a far-off planet and a thousand uh uh, people fighting with laser swords and all of these adventures and it's kind of going through like the greatest hits of star wars and this little creature is seeing all of this play out in front of him and this world that's this universe that's outside of this desert planet they lived on their entire life and they clean it up and they put it back in and uh they he goes about his business and you know he's like i'm gonna get off this thing and he takes off that night or whatever and so like he obviously survives because you know the next day they get the they get attacked and killed yeah so this little jawa is now off and he's like i'm gonna he has enough credits to go to the spaceport and find the closest thing out of there so i don't know little stories like that i find are so cool because it's like here's this character that you know what if one of them did find something like that and i loved that every chapter in this book is a different author and it's all voice acted and, and everything else so and nice. they're all different voices and like uh, john ham apparently has a story in here where he's boba fett okay i'm sold yeah, so he he voice acts Boba Fett, uh, uh, and this is all uh, from a different point of view from the original movie. They're apparently going to do more like this from all the films, you know. And I sure because yeah. you have side characters that you're not going to see, you know, that you're going to yes. want to go. Oh, I'm curious about, or that maybe you're never going to think of. I yes. never would have thought of a story from a Jawa's yeah. perspective. That's apparently, interesting. Apparently, this is an Ahsoka chapter in this say what now yeah (laughs) 
<laughs> so, you know, I, I'm only a few into it, so I can't I, – I don't know for sure. I'm just – I believe I read that online is that she has one of them as well. I'm not, I can't, I, you know, maybe she doesn't, I, I can't, you know, I guess I could look it up, but that's, that's what I hear. So that, that that's why I find it so interesting. Um, cause there's just a new person, a new creature, you know, there's one from a, um, Oh, what do they call them? The sand people. Yeah. They're the, the next one from one of them is, it's a, from the point of view of one of the female ones. Uh, and so like, it's just, yeah, it's all these crazy points of views that you just never think of. Um, there's one from the, there's a lot from the empire and like how they view the rebels and how they view them as like straight up ISIS. Like these people are killing, you know, we are trying to bring peace and they are trying to destroy it. <laughs> you know, it's very, it's a very interesting point of view because they, they think the emperor is not this crazy wizard person they think he's this beloved like he brought peace and balance and now there's you know everything's more stable and i have a i have a full, an income now yeah my pay, you know my, my the planet that i live on has a steady flow of income because not everything was terrible with the empire from regular people's point of view it was the only ones that were near the emperor that knew like oh this guy's fucking evil you know yeah <laughs> like this guy's crazy but to everyone else it was like well, everything's strict now, you know, um, you know what I mean? Like there's police and stuff now. Um, but yeah, anyway, we, I got so far off topic. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, man, it's star Wars. It all ties together. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, but, but yeah, dude, I mean, we, we've been talking about for a while. Is there anything else? Where do you, where do you see the next movie going? Give, okay. Give a... This is okay. So this, I've been thinking about this. I want it to open up with Leia's funeral. I want it to be years down the road. I want it to because this one started immediately afterwards. I want it to be years down the road. I want it to be because obviously we can't have Leia in this, and I think the perfect send off would be to open up with her dying naturally, um, and them having a funeral for her, and saying some nice things. Um, Finn and Rose, I'd love to see them way more as a couple. Maybe they have a kid, you know. Um, I'd like to see Kylo Ren with a child as well. I think that would be interesting. Because um, it would kind of it would kind of seal it off like the way the prequels did, where where maybe her maybe Ray's goal is to remove the child from Kylo. Um, or whoever he's raising as, you know, students. I'd like to see her having students. I love to see her more of a master. It do what Luke tried to do and to carry on what he's doing. I'd like it to jump a little ways. So I like to see it where the Rebel Alliance is now building like they were in the original movies and that they now have some help from a lot of the galaxy. Um, but they're still kind of timid, but they still have help. Um, I'd like to see where this, that moment that we saw with Luke Skywalker was a crucial point where the galaxy looked at it and said, there's hope. And that's when they started now answering the call. So this gives them the, this gives the, the, this gives them time 
um, to become a rebel alliance, really. Um, and not just the resistance, but more of like a stronger and this would give them time for the First Order to become bigger and broader. And maybe, I don't know, maybe Thrawn is in this one. Maybe, I don't know, I want Kylo to be, the, of course, the big bad guy. But I want it to be years down the road. So the, that, you know, and, I, and I'd and i like to see it where, you know, Kylo dies, Rey takes the child raise him maybe calls him luke skywalker because after his after his uncle you know what i mean something like that um where she brings balance to the force and that the skywalker bloodline doesn't die with some monster but there's a little bit of hope um and that she raises him and she maybe has her own kids with poe who knows i don't know um that's how i would like to see and i'd like there to finally someone go pose because i think pose he has to have he he has the force with him. That's why he's such a good pilot. They've teased this throughout the whole thing. Like if you read the comics, he was raised next to that tree. There was two trees given. There was one given to Luke. There was one given to uh, Poe's parents, and it has it's heavily in the force. Uh, and Poe was raised literally living right next door to it. So they've explained that's why he's very good at flying. Interesting. So, yeah, I'd like them to oh, – wait, did you see that in the comic? I didn't, no. Uh -uh. It was like the journey to The Force Awakens, and it talks about Poe's parents getting – he got those trees and so did Luke Skywalker as a gift. And it was a tree that was taken from Coruscant from the Jedi Temple and I don't think they mention metachlorians, but they they talk around it, basically saying this tree is heavy in that. Yeah. And uh, and that and then they, they you know, you see the tree growing outside of outside of Poe's bedroom, basically, and it's why he can kind of like it's the way he flies the way he does. Um, so I'd like to see that be explored more. And like I said, I'd like to see them have I'd like to see them have some kids. And then at the very end, you know, Kylo gets his death. And that his child is taken and raised to be a normal, sane person. And I hope she has, like, I hope she has her own little Jedi Academy. And the broom boy is in it or something. That's how I would do it. How would you do it? Interesting. I want to see it open about six years down the road. Okay. I want, I want Leia's death to be in the opening crawl. I don't. I don't think a. Oh. I don't think we get a funeral. I think we get a marker. We get. We get the scene like at a at a memorial somewhere or something, you okay. know. You know somebody, you know Poe probably. You know at some at some point he has to come and he's you know he's sitting there and he's just going I don't know what to do I don't know you know that moment yeah we get that that I would that I would like to see I want it to open with with the broom kid, I want it to open with him, in some. You know, little piece of junk starfighter that he stole from somewhere, fleeing the First Order, and somehow gets picked up by the New Rebellion. Mm -hmm. And he becomes the introduction to... And they don't say that's who it is. They don't, they don't say it at first. But, you know, they he's, he's running from the First Order, and he gets... You know, he winds up running into a rebel squadron somewhere. Maybe it's Poe flying. Maybe it's Finn. I would like it to be Rose. I think that would be a nice touch. 
that she's flying in this in this squadron. Um, yeah. And they, you know, this kid's just saying, you know, I, I, I'm a, I'm an escaped slave or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, when they land, you know, he recognizes her right off. She doesn't quite recognize him until he shows right. her the ring. And then oh, we get, cool. oh, okay. So then why, you know, okay, I get why you're here. Yes. And where's, where is the student of Skywalker? You know, they've they've heard the story. Oh, yeah, there's Luke, blah, blah, blah. But then there's, you know, Ray's legend has started to grow. Right. And largely on the back of, oh, she was taught by Luke Skywalker. And so then, you know, we follow him to whatever tiny little school that she's started. You know, I, I agree with that. I think you have to see, you know, she's now going to pass on the whole and and all of it you know she's going to be the one that does it right it's not just going to be i am a jedi and these are the jedi things it's going to be you know we're going to try to do this the right way and we're going to teach you you know about balance it's not just the light side against the dark that was the hubris of the jedi order it was always we have the light so we we know what we're doing and that was always wrong it was always wrong, and it led all of them to be defeated. And it wasn't until they right. understood the idea of balance that they actually became what you would think of as a Jedi. So that's it's more that kind of school. It's this idea of mm-hmm. of you have you know in in you know mimicking Yoda who she's probably learned from. I imagine she's probably had Ghost Force Academy where they've all been there. But I you know, and that let that be a running theme. You know, there's, you know, Force Ghost you and McGregor every once in a while just to really screw with people because it'd be funny. Oh, yeah. Um well, by and, then we might have his his show. Right? So well, at least yeah. have an announcement I think of whatever movie or show he's going to be in. Yeah. But have that, and and but I want I want this all to build. I want Kylo to be alone. I want it to be kind of Vaderish in the way that we thought about it back before they kind of started retconning some things. I want it to be, mm-hmm. you know, what happened if Vader had taken over? That's that's the story I want to see. I don't, right. you know, let him be. Let him Maybe be alone. he's living in the castle. Exactly. Ooh, there's a nice touch. I like that. But I want, by the end of it, you know, his his let his arc be this idea of, you know, I can't. Why haven't I won? I have the power. Why? Why is this still happening? And Hux can have his own thing like that. He looks at it from the military perspective. We have the bigger ships and the bigger guns. Why? I don't understand how do they keep how do they keep escaping how do they keep winning sometimes you know but by the end of it I want it to be you know Ray and 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 Ren have their have their fight and the reason that that Kylo makes whatever whatever choice he makes whether it's to let his guard down and be killed or to sacrifice himself I want it to be because we see a force ghost that we haven't seen except once. I want to see Anakin. 
Yeah, that'd have been cool. I thought he'd be in this one. I, I thought when Luke paused at the tree burning, yeah, when he was running into it, I could have sworn we were gonna get Anakin walk out. Yeah, but yeah, I agree with you, man. But that, I, would, that yes, like, what are you doing? I think that let that be the one. Let that be the last one we see. The idea, you know, and they and they, you know, they'll touch on that through the movie. The idea of, you know, how are they really gone? You know, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, we, we're not going to see Han, you know, we're obviously, we're not no, going to see Leia. Um, but, you know, well, we'll Leia, she, she's for sensitive. She has a better chance of being shown than Han, but right, I think but, because she's passed away, we're not going to see her. Yeah. It wasn't, she didn't become one with the force. She's, it didn't, it didn't happen that way. So I don't see it. I don't, I don't, you know, and they, you know, they've already talked about, they're not going to try to digitally yeah. recreate her or anything. So we're not we're not gonna see her. But let, let, let me say this: if we do see her at the end, and it is a ghost thing, I wouldn't be offended or anything. No. I don't think they would do that. I think that is more in the storytelling part of it, more believable than Han Solo because he was right. not force sensitive. Right. We we wouldn't see a, a force right. ghost of Han. It just wouldn't happen. Right. Right. But um, I, you know, go through. I you. Yeah, Luke, you know, Luke or Anakin, that would be so dope. Let, real fast, real fast. Did you know that the ring that Snoke has on, there's a p- piece of black stone that's on the top of it? Right. That was taken underneath Vader's castle. Interesting. Some Sith, old Sith. St- there's so many things in this book that goes over um, Snoke, especially. His ring, the writing on it, and all the stuff on it. Is from if you watch uh, Revenge of the Sith, there's these four statues in um, the the senator's room chambers, and it's they're like Sith related, which doesn't make sense because the Jedi should have been very like wait a second why does he have these statues of well, these Sith? Well, you know how much did they really know about the Sith? Clearly, that's true. Yeah, because <laughs> it it talks about that in this book. It talks about how. What's writing us on the ring is of these. I, I, I'm messing it up, so I'll actually do some research before I talk about it later. But I thought that was very interesting that the black stone is from Vader's castle. Um, and there's a lot of theories out there that, you know, the, the ring and that, and, you know, that he might be from beyond the, in, in the unknown uh, space, and that his body is withered and torn. Because he actually uh, is kind of jumping from body to body, and it's killing. It kills them a lot faster than others because it has, and it all has to do with that stone on top of his ring. There's a, there's a rabbit hole you can go down. <laughs> I but I won't do that. Sorry, yeah. I'll let you get back to how you would end it. But I just I I think that should be, you know, this idea because we've always seen the Jedi are the ones who communicate. You know, we we don't see. Sith Force well, ghosts. Well, that's, Not... that, that's the irony of the whole thing. Yeah. Um, uh, is that the, the Sith uh, want to live forever and they'll do everything they can. And the Jedi are selfless and they, in fact, do live forever and they find a way to do that. Uh, I, I found that the, the irony of the whole thing. Yeah. Um, interesting. And in, I keep bringing up this book, the art book. One of the artists does show a scene with Luke in his whatever his thing on that planet um on the island and it shows a sith ghost and it looks just like uh 
um, Snoke. And in in the writing, yeah, I'll send you the I'll send you a screenshot of it. It talks about the artist going, you know, well, well, this is interesting. What if the Sith had ghosts? And it's it's one of those where I'm like, I'm sure someone would go, no, 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 no. <laughs> like this is something that 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 Qui Gon Jinn studied, and it was passed on that way. And uh, it's not something the Sith can do, but well, the you artists know, were just playing around with it. There's the, oh, There's it, ways around it if they really wanted to do it, but that, I think that would really piss a lot of fans off well, because it was I, stated in canon that this is something that only Jedi can do. Well, yes, but um, there is a bit of an open door there because Qui-Gon was a gray Jedi. Qui-Gon was not entirely averse to the idea of acting outside of the Jedi code. Well, to be fair, Snoke's also not a Sith either. He's something different. Exactly, and there's there's so, a there's a good point to be. I made. think that's the the door out they could use. Yeah. yeah. Well, and there's also the idea. I mean, I know it's not. I know none of the expanded universe is canon anymore until they say it is. But <laughs> there were Sith Force ghosts in the EU. They had they had plenty of them. Uh, Frida Nad was uh, was one of the. I didn't know that. Yeah, they you know that. Oh, there's a whole the entirety of the great hyperspace war was predicated on an ancient, you know, a couple of Jedi found an ancient Sith artifact that held the soul or or the essence and kind of the force ghost of an old Sith who 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 tweaked and twisted and warped one of these Jedi and turned him and, you know, all hell broke loose. So there's there is a there is precedent in the EU for this, which you know again not canon, but you can. It's it's it has been done, and the idea of, I like the idea of making it a twisted version of it though. The idea of like the the Jedi, you see the Jedi how oh look they're whole, they're hale, they're they're healthy. You know we see. You know, the idea of, of, you know, we saw Yoda and he looked like Yoda because he always looked like Yoda. But I like the idea of if you see a Sith ghost, it's it's somehow corrupted. It's it's mm-hmm. twisted. Something's something's very wrong physically with it. I like the idea of, of that. If you're going to go that way, the idea of, well, they've done it because they've they've warped the power that it takes to do this. So they themselves are are also you know, in in appearance and in personality, even more warped. I, I like the idea of that. Yeah. No, that's interesting. For sure. Man, yeah. Oh, God, I need to dive into some of these old books. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, just, just, you know, if, if, one of the best ways to do a, a history on that is, is to go to Wikipedia and just, just look up the Great Hyperspace War Oh yeah, and follow all the little threads because it's it's insane. Yeah, there's definitely a uh, a rabbit trail to go down with it's, that. Yeah, you yeah. I have lost oh. many many hours on on that kind of thing, and and there's also the idea that the Sith were a race, like they mm-hmm. the, it wasn't just oh there's the Jedi and then there's the Sith. They right. took their name from an actual race. Right, right, right. So I would kind of like to see, 
you know, that's... I gotta play as them in the, the Old Republic. Yeah. Man, I wish you could play the Old Republic, the MMO. Yeah. Because, like, you, when you, if you pick a Sith, uh, and you start out on their planet, and you go through the trials and everything else, it's so cool. Excellent. Oh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. But I, I liked how he was called Darth Sidious in this movie from I, Luke. Yes, I love that. The idea of he... And that, I think, is a great little insight into how much he has studied. Yeah. Since we saw him last. It's not just, mm-hmm. oh, I've learned things about the Force. It's, no, he dug into the history. Yeah. He, he really looked at just what the hell happened so that he doesn't make the same mistakes. Or, well, no, he doesn't make the same mistakes. He makes all new ones. But that's because he doesn't learn. And it, it took me the second time seeing it. Yoda's such a troll. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. How he was, he was like, you know, those books had wisdom, but it was nothing that she doesn't already possess, and it was because she, has, she already grabbed the book. Because she grabbed them already, yeah. Um, so there's a double meaning to that, and I loved that. Well, Yoda, you know, Yoda has always been Yoda, and I, it, it's one of my favorite lines of of any movie I've seen recently. Was just here's ancient Master Yoda who's learned all of these things. And what's he have to say about the the most sacred and holy collection of Jedi scriptures? Page turners? They were not. <laughs> right. I right. just I loved it. Because that was that was some of the fun Yoda, you know, I remember, you know, say oh, what yeah. you will, but Yoda in Attack of the Clones was also very funny. You know, lost oh, a yeah. planet, Master Obi Wan has. How right. sad. Like very, right. you know, old, wise, funny Grandpa Yoda. Well, he, he was – it's funny you say that because when I think of the prequels, he's very – he's way more serious than he was in Empire. Well – Empire, he's like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> like he's like a, a stooge uh, at first because he's trying to play that off. Right. It's an act. Right. And I, I always loved that. And so we got to see him kind of a little bit trolling him like this. Yeah. Um, and his, 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 his thing about – basically learning from failure which is the whole like you said earlier the whole movie's about is that you know it, it, he said the greatest teacher is failure i believe yeah something like that um and i thought that you know that's something that people are going to quote forever oh yeah the greatest teacher failure is yeah um yeah so it's it's like you have to have that happen in order to grow and become stronger um i love that Always looking towards the horizon. Never, I, I, because I kept hearing, I kept hearing old Yoda, just, just jabbing him with the walking stick. Never his mind on where he was. Yep. That's what he was doing. Yes. Just, just the idea of, you know, it's great to have plans, but you have to live in the moment. And again, nobody's plans in the Last Jedi panned out. Nobody's at all. Now, what do you, what do you think of? Kylo Ren asking Rey what who she thinks her parents are, and her saying nobody, and then him telling her they were filthy drunk traitors and they sold her for money I, for, for drinking money. Do you, what do you think? I think it goes back to what we all thought the original Star Wars was. Here's a kid from nowhere, mm-hmm. son of nobody, mm-hmm. who can rise up and be a hero. Right. And then we got you know. There, it was an interesting thing I saw in an article that the biggest twist in cinema history, you know, I am your father, also kind of undercut that. 
Because, it, it, you know, and especially as the movies have gone on, you're like, oh, no, it's the Skywalker bloodline. Of course, this kid's special. He's a Skywalker. Right. But now mm-hmm. it's here it is. Here's the chance to do that story without worrying about it. Well, I, I, I know I've, I've seen some people, including I think I forget if it was Abrams or, or Johnson who came out and said, well, it's still very open. Well, I, I think I've told you what my theory was, and I've heard other people talk about this, so it's not just mine. Yeah. But and, – and it it can be both true to what they said, and the theory could totally work still. Um, Anakin was the son of a slave, right? Yes. So is she. Um, and so are most Jedi. You know, we see that in the prequels. Most Jedi are sons, sons and daughters of regular people. Um the reason why I, when she looks into the glass uh, down in that dark cave and it's two people coming together and it's one person, I really believe – and it, it, it could totally be just – I would be 100 percent fine if it was exactly how they played it out where it's just yeah. these two junk traders or whatever. I also like the idea of that there's a little bit more to it and it would undercut what you just said a little bit. But I would love it if she literally was – the reincarnation of Anakin Skywalker because the force willed Anakin into into reality and the force wielded her into reality. Um, and no. I think that would be that, that could both it would be both her being from from nobody. So that would be 100 percent true what they're saying. And at the same time, it also would be the balance of the force. Luke, the, Anakin Skywalker was needed to to create. He was the chosen one to create balance of the force. I, I think the same could apply if if we found out in the third one that that's what happened. Uh, I would be perfectly fine with that. I think that would be a cool twist because it would give people. It'd give both people the same answer. It'd give the people who wanted her to just be somebody from nothing, which is what she is. And it would also give the people who wanted a little bit more to go, okay, okay, okay. I, um, no, I, I think it does no? just kind of completely – because then the because then you have nine movies about Darth Vader. Well, this movie is the Skywalkers. This yeah. is set. This is nine movies about the Skywalkers. We are going to get Ryan Johnson through new movies, which that's where I think maybe the kid – was going to be in his films the the broom boy was the was the seed that they planted for his three movies down the road um possible but uh but in a way i kind of don't want it to be that i want it to be something completely different yeah um but uh, that's a theory that i really do like because it scratches both itches because it is she is nobody just like luke was nobody yeah you know but, but we found out he really wasn't nobody Though. Yeah, but he, it, it wasn't because of his father that he was there. I guess, I guess in a way it was. Yeah, because Obi Wan had to watch no, over him. No, but he him found and... it. Yeah. In a way, if it would, if it, nothing, if he, he had no idea that that was his father when he went and did what he did. Sure, um, but Obi Wan knew. Sure, and Obi uh, Obi Wan pushed him to clean up his mistakes. But but same same with Ray. Ray yeah. would have made every decision she would have made, knowing or not who her parents were. Were. She has no idea who they were. They, uh, well, both of all of these films, there have been zero reaction because she, because of who her parents are, and so that that's why I'm saying it could work. Like they literally show two people become one. <laughs> I don't well, know. Isn't that how a kid gets made? 
Yeah, I know, is but that's that, not that's that's not it, how I took it when I, they saw I think, it. I thought I showed one person. I think it. I think what I saw when I saw that was as just if she just had a bomb. Well, I saw it as like, oh, it's a cloudy reflection, and it's a mystical force cave, and so it told yeah. her nothing. Like but she's that. repeating over and over and over again. That's why I think it is the it is the rinse and the repeat of the universe. It is the reincarnation. It is the the ever ending repeating I, thing. And that's that that's I don't know. It, I, I'm okay. I, I like that theory. I like <laughs> the idea of a cycle. I like the idea yeah. of 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 what you talk about. Like oh, it's it's the you know we have the force you know kind of going through these same cycles. But right. the idea of Oh, why is she special? Well, because she's the reincarnated soul of Anakin Skywalker. We can it, get Luke saying the line, "Ray, you are my father." No, God, I don't want that. I will <laughs> burn them. I will set screens on fire if they say that. I would will, be so good. It would be terrible. So you want to get? No, no, hang on. You want to give them crap because so Rose good. went no, silly. But you think that Luke saying, Ray, so you good. are my father, is a good... Oh, my God, no. I like it. No, it's terrible. Do. No, it's awful. How is it terrible? What a <laughs> twist that would be. <laughs> are you kidding me? Yeah, it would twist people's heads off. Like, it's the bad kind it's of twist. It's not that awful. hard to understand, though, if she was a reincarnation of it's Anakin. It's not hard to understand. It's, if, if it's people terrible. people wrap their heads around, <laughs> around a baby being born without a father it's not that far-fetched it's no it's i i agree with you i completely agree with you that it's an easy concept to grasp i just think it's a terrible idea uh, i i think you're absolutely right that, i think she's she's of nobody yeah. and i'm okay with that i um, i just no I, but, but, oh, I don't there's like the that conspiracy idea. theory part of me that's like well wait a second oh <laughs> uh, no i don't oh god that's worse than the smoke monster I that's terrible. Oh no 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 no! That's not worse than smoke monster. <laughs> yes, it is. It's it's it, how that's is how it ter- bad the that line idea is. is terrible. The yes, line is the, terrible. Yes, but the idea, the reincarnation, the never ending, her seeing herself in the mirror and her snapping her finger and doing it a million times, um, I don't know. I, I what, do you have an answer to what she saw down there then? The fact that she is all she has. So that so when she snaps her finger, that's I don't understand. It's it's just her. All she knows is who she is, but she doesn't really know who she is. It's a recurring. It's it's a recursion loop, and it's this idea that a journey like that could take you forever. And at the end of it, you probably aren't gonna like what you find. Because remember, this was a dark energy. This was uh-huh. not. This was not going to give her her happily ever after answer of oh no, these are who your parents are. What it was showing her was like, what no, it's just. You- it was showing her what Kylo Ren went on to tell her, which was, you already know. That's why all she was seeing was herself, was because she already knew the answer. She knew right. who her parents were. She needed to stop asking everything else and ask herself, because she already knew right. the answer to her own question. She just didn't want to admit it. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. So I no, and I just I I don't like the idea of, of you know what happened you know of 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 Anakin Skywalker has to be reincarnated to fix this mess. I just that's just well I, I mean it, it's yeah. it's well that's a label to it. Uh, but what I meant is like a reincarnation and and that's you know that's what that's what An- that's what Anakin was. He literally was brought into the world by the force well no 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 because what really happened was darth sidious's master darth plagueis 
crafted Anakin as a... He used the Force to create Anakin. The Force itself didn't create Anakin. The Force did not make Anakin Skywalker. Darth Plagueis used the Force to make Anakin Skywalker. Big difference there. We might be getting into the weeds here. But did I miss something? What? How did he? Darth Pla- the the story. Oh god, the story of Darth Plagueis the Wise. <laughs> the Wise. <yeah>. Well, <laughs> that was the idea. Was that he could use the Force to create life? That was the little hint drop there to kind of explain. There's the hint drop, but there was never a story explaining how he created Anakin Skywalker. Right, but that was the implication. That was kind uh, of yeah. That's all. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Uh, I don't, say yeah. say that's but, that's not that's that's not a. <laughs> that's the implication behind why right. Anakin doesn't have a father. Well, we and, don't know, and but and, we, we still. But that's still a mystery, though. Exactly. We don't know exactly, but that's you know that's the that's the kind of the hint of like, hey, what about this story? It explains why this child is stronger with the Force than anything the Jedi have ever seen. Well, that's he's, why. He's yeah. made purely of the Force. Well, how did that happen? Well, but the Sith have a legend, you know. But that's why I think Rey's character is, you know, the, her knowing everything immediately that would explain but, a lot. But she doesn't know everything immediately. Oh, she's very good at flying plane, airplane. She's very good at everything immediately. She's very good at the lightsaber. You got. I loved how. You know, Snoke was like, you got beat by her. She's never even held a lightsaber before. Sure, and but there's... I. He was saying everything a lot of the fans were that's saying. That's true. In the no, there's, and, and those so, are good points, unless... You know, think about this. She we, looks at Han, and she's like, how do I know all of this? Because... You know, he like when when she's flipping everything and doing everything, and he's like, "Oh, you really know this?" And she's like, "Oh, yeah." I, like she gives this puzzled look, like well, but everything there's... feels familiar here. Well, but there's for the piloting. <laughs> uh, let me let me right. That's what I mean. Let me give you this for the Anakin Skywalker's a great pilot. <laughs> well, yeah. How did he know how to? It, there are things that he knew how to do, but but the reflexes all came from his being attuned to the Force. Right. Right. Her. What she, you know, we know she lived in in an old hollowed out walker. She had an old rebel fighter helmet. She right. has, and we don't know how much of her life she's spent scouring ships. And you yeah. know, she, you know, she looked at the Millennium Falcon and said, "It's garbage," which everybody right. who in in that universe has seen the Millennium Falcon has said. Right. So there's there is the idea that she knows ships, and yeah. it's the idea of putting knowledge into practice, and it. And does it, and it? It works a little too cleanly, but again, I think that's where, that's where you can kind of cop out with, well, the force, you know. Right. There's, there's, and, and I, you know, and I'm, I, I'm agreeing with you. I think ultimately, her the, parents are nobody. Yeah. And I think that's a better story to tell. I, um, I think so, and I think it fits the narrative of of the Last Jedi overall, with 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 the kid with the right. the slave kids and and we're right. gonna tell the story and and oh and this one's you know this one's force sensitive and and knows that these things are special and real and and what is that what does what is that like to to know oh i can do this thing he can do kind of a little bit right like what is that like right and that's so i i, I love i love that idea behind it i love 
the idea of these kids can be anybody from anywhere and you don't have to be from a from some mythical bloodline to to right. be able to wield the force yeah no, i agree i agree what if they gave kylo children though would you be upset at that i, I not really but i just i don't i don't think it's necessary I, oh, I would love it. He's got his Knights of Ren that we haven't seen that we should see in the next movie. Right. I, we wanna, see them. I, I, I guess I just don't want the Skywalker family line to I think, end I with think Finn. It, man, if we hadn't had Anakin in the first place, we wouldn't have had any of this drama. <laughs> yeah. But, I, I'm okay uh, with I'm okay with the idea of, of you know there's what? The, there's the eight-year-old inside of me yeah. that looked to Luke Skywalker as such an awesome hero. So it's it just, I, that's the part of me where it's like, I, I, you know, I wanted the end there to be some turn, like in every movie in Lord of the Rings and everything else, some turn where it's not such a shitty end to that family where it's like, there is some good that's left. It, does that make sense? Like there's a part of me that that's why I said at the end of my movie, if I was going to make it, is that there would be a kid and he would be saved and raised by Ray and not some evil, crazy guy that wants to be his grandfather. I, I, you know, I, I would rather have the idea of, of Ray kind of being sort of the adopted Jedi, just right. of, of all of, of the past, you know, of, of Yoda, of Luke, of Obi-Wan, and to an mm-hmm. extent of Anakin. The you idea of working together? Yeah, the idea of our our legacy as Jedi lives on through her. And I, right. I, I, I like that story better, the idea of a force bloodline instead of an actual familial bloodline. Right, no, that's, no, that's a good point. I just, I, like I don't that. know. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be upset, but I kind of... Yeah, that'd be a pretty big time jump, though, for those kids to 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 mean much. Seven maybe. years. I mean, they'd be like what five years old. Maybe I just I don't I don't I don't know. What about Captain Phasma? Do you think she's dead? I don't think so. We saw how yeah. tough that armor was. That armor deflected blasters. I think she's. I think she. Comes you know where back. she got that armor, right? Yeah, it was. Uh, it was from the uh, the. Oh God! It was the it was the Emperor's Shit. old Naboo ship yep Mm -hmm. i think that's cool yeah i think they showed that on purpose to be like she's not dead but they better give her more to do in the next one i i love the idea of uh, i i keep looking at that and i'm like oh here's a cool character who kind of had a crappy simple death where have i seen this before (laughs) oh yeah she's totally the boba fett of yeah absolutely but i no i think i think she comes back and i think and and I think really pissed off, like right. not just mad, but I I would love to see her have just a pure evil vengeance. I'm I if if there's nothing else I do, I'm going to behead this traitor, kind of arc. Like right. I want it to be all consuming. It has to be. They better leave Rose out of it though. I'd be pissed if they do something like that. I, well, you know, you... if they fridge her, no, I wouldn't like that. Well, but just the I, you know, the idea of of I, I, I would look that, that to make his character grow. No, I wouldn't like that because I, I, I could see them easily doing that. I'm okay with with what with them. I would love to see him kind of flip it, like they, you know, when yeah, we, maybe she kills him. Yeah. Well, when we find up, 
you know when we when we catch up with with phasma hunting finn you know well what do what do we have here we we find we find rose vulnerable to be captured and i want her to flip it and say oh i'm not you're gonna catch me no no you're not and and that i want that to blow up yeah that would have been cool i want that to be more spectacular like whenever she goes after finn he just kind of gets away he he, he slinks away he outsmarts them but but when they've got a chance to catch rose she takes the trap and flips it and it's like oh she's a badass like that's what i want to see like this kind of oh yeah she's you know you know finn finn does his growing and he's a cool and he's a cool character but he's you know but she's gonna wear the pants in the family and and that's awesome like i I would want to see that kind of interaction oh yeah no i agree man yeah i'm so excited i am pumped but uh, see, so yeah, we've got we've got solo in May, and then a year, and then you know a little over. God, it's what less a little less than two years from now because it's not this coming Christmas, but the next one, right? Yeah, there's gonna be a long time between solo and uh, whatever the third Star and episode Wars nine. Will be. Yeah, well, and yeah. I think that's because that's where we're gonna start having. TV, we've got to. Oh yeah, yeah I think yeah, that's yeah. where we're gonna have our series. Oh yeah, what kind of series do you want? Uh I I'd be okay with with like the the Journal of Obi Wan Kenobi. I'm good. Oh with yeah, that. I think the first my first go to would be a Kenobi series. My second would be I want a series during set around this time frame. I don't want to go back to the old stuff. Um, cause we're getting a lot of that in the movies. I'd like if they were going to do a show and it was outside of Kenobi, um, it would be something in this time frame, uh, with like maybe takes place after the third film, uh, so that it keeps going, if that makes sense or like during it. Um, and then so that, so then once this movie hits, it can kind of go on and do its own thing. Yeah. Um, with the outcome of that film we kind of see from we see what's happening in the universe from a completely different point of view that's not in the trenches um i think that would be awesome that would definitely be cool yeah man yeah no i just i'm excited i just that's why i just loved how luke ended with that where he was like like the rebellion is reborn today war is just beginning and i am not the last jedi like it just it really sets it up for something interesting yeah um, and in the direction we need to go in. So, well, man, we have whew, we talked for a while. No, we're not going to do a whole show on Star Wars. Just be like half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> man, did we get going? Yeah, and I'm sitting here looking at my pop filter like an idiot. So it'll be on in the next episode. <laughs> yeah, we got about 15 minutes into it. And I'm like, oh my god, it's sitting right there. I should have put it on. <laughs> so sorry uh, about that. Um, but uh, next episode we'll be in it. Uh, so. Yeah, man, that's it for the next Jedi. Um, obviously, we'll, we will be talking about Star Wars for a very long time. Um, and I'm reading that. Well, I'm listening to the audiobook uh, for the uh, the one I'm reading, the, the one I'm listening to now The um, from a different point of view. Sorry, it's late. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we'll be back uh, this week. 
Um, we'll go over some news. Not that probably no. We're actually going to go over a lot of like we're going to reflect. We're gonna we're gonna look back at some of the movies we watched, um, some of the games we played, books we read, comics we read, audiobooks, whatever, and then we're gonna look to the future um, about kind of what we want in uh, in 2018. So look out for that. Make sure you go to our. Uh, iTunes, give us a good review. Uh, our Twitter at the Logan Wit at Adam Estep at Adam Estep or at uh, We Geek Podcast. <laughs> oh my God, it's late, guys. <laughs> um, and uh, our Facebook groups. Make sure you go to our YouTube. We have every episode up there now. Um, uh, so definitely go check out that. Like, subscribe, all that jazz. And uh, we'll see you guys in a few days, Captain. Captain. Captain.